0: Tan diferentes y a la vez, quizás tan parecidos que
1: no sé si es que tal vez Bienvenidas a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Soyla Pérez.
2: And I'm Bero Valletti Flores, and we are two Latinx friends.
1: With wildly different music tastes. And
2: each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists we love. And this week it's time for Ramanito, where we bring you just the songs that we've been feeling lately. So
1: we're going to start with, um, or, or what you're listening to right now, what we're starting with is a song by Rey Ruiz, and it's called Regalo. <laughs> So this is basically just like some good salsa romántica. I think it's been a minute so, since I brought any. So
2: salsa romántica, yes. No,
1: I love it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't necessarily recognize Ray Ruiz's name, but I, you know, I came across this song at some point and and would um, put it on my list. But he's actually a Cuban salsero. Mm. Yeah, so I'm sure I heard his stuff growing up. It just wasn't one of the names that stuck out at me. But yeah, he was born in in Cuba in 66. And then he came to the United States at some point in his young adulthood. And in the 90s, he started releasing albums and you know, started to get some popularity. I don't know. Had you ever heard of him at all? No, I hadn't ever heard of him. But his music, I mean, it's like at some point the whole genre just sounds familiar. Do you know? Because it has such a particular style. But like... I love it. Like, I love it. It just makes me feel happy and nostalgic for, like, my childhood and Miami and all sorts of different things. Um, But it's just, like, I think bachata is, like, my... Bachata is like my adult love, but like Sas Romantica is like my childhood love,
2: you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's the original. It's definitely very you. I feel like yeah. this is like squishy and feelings mm-hmm. and Cuban, mm-hmm.
0: you
1: know? That's true. <laughs> I should put that on my OK it profile, squishy and feelings-y and Cuban.
2: I think <laughs> that actually <laughs> describes me quite well. <laughs> I love it.
1: So this song is, uh, <laughs> this song is from his most recent album from 2015. And yeah, he's still going. So a couple of decades of music. I need to, I'm going to go home in a couple of days and see my family. And I want to ask my mom and my dad about Ray Ruiz. Cause I don't like, don't have a recollection of him. Yeah. But I'm sure that they would have things to say about his music. So yeah. I know there's listeners out there who love, who share my love for Salsa Romantica. So this is for you all. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Even if Vero thinks it's too squishy and feelingsy. <laughs> so um, we were also going to share a little bit about some pop culture stuff that we've been into recently. And I think this is a good place to talk about one day at a time because he's Cuban. So uh, we had a listener message us, I think, on Instagram to ask what we thought about the show. And Veto hasn't had a chance to watch it. And I really think you should, Veto, and tell me what you think. But... I've seen both seasons. Yeah. So it's a a Netflix show that is based on a sitcom from the 70s that was by the same name that was about a white family. And so they basically made a new, and I don't know how much of of the details are true to the original Mm. sitcom Mm because I never watched it, but basically it's a sitcom about um, a Cuban-American family in the United States. They're actually in Los Angeles. And um, I don't think. think I've ever felt so seen by pop culture representation before. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... it's There's a lot of layers to it. I mean, one thing that is challenging about it is, like, none of the actors are Cuban. They're all all Latinx, but from different... So Rita Moreno is kind of the star of the show. She's the abuela. She's hilarious. She's Puerto Rican. Um, And then, you know, the different actors are from different countries. So that's, like, a little bit sad for me that you don't have that sort of more authentic accent, for example. And at the beginning of season Mm -hmm. one, I was actually not that into it because... Rita Moreno was, like, overdoing the Cuban accent. She was, like, trying too hard to a level where it was almost mm, offensive, yeah. you know? Because, like, cu- the Cuban <laughs> accent is very specific. But I feel like if you're not doing it authentically, and, you know, she's a comedic actor, so it it was it was too much. But somebody must have, like, right. one of her, like, mujeres must have tapped her and been, like, yo, tone it down. <laughs> because by episode, like, four, she just basically reverts to, like, a Puerto Rican accent, which, like, that's fine. Like, it's okay. It's not going to yeah. be perfect. Yeah, yeah but like it's less it's then it doesn't feel like you're making fun of cubans you know so, right right so it took me a little bit like the first couple episodes i was like i don't know about this but by the end of season 2 i was like i was actually having some emotional moments watching the show because there's just things from my cultural background and like the cuban american life that i've never seen depicted in in tv for example there's one point where they're, they they kind of go a flashback to so the the premise of the show is there's like a single mom or a divorced mom with two kids her mother's living with her you know, her mother immigrated from Cuba in the 60s, kind of that deal. And then there's two teenagers in the household. Yeah. They flash back to the to the like oldest child when she was a baby and they're singing this lullaby to her. And I started to cry listening to this because I had never heard, I hadn't heard that lullaby since I was a kid. Like I didn't remember it. Oh, but I had this like, yeah. and then I was talking to my mom on the phone but and I was you like, knew it. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah. And she just started singing it to me like after. And I was like, ah. so shit like that, like that's deep, you know, like the songs that you totally. were sung to as a baby, that aren't part of the mainstream culture because the mainstream culture here is American and white and whatever. So, and then you know they bring up like the cologne that I like wore as a baby. That's agua de violeta. That's agua like a de violeta. Yeah, yes. which like that's not just Cuban. I feel like there's other folks who are into yeah. that. But but like that was the that's the smell of my childhood. Like that was like in mm-hmm. my hair when I got out of the bath, kind of thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then the last thing I'll say that the teenage daughter. Um, this is, like, a little bit of a spoiler alert, I guess, but it's, like, not, I don't know, um, its queer. And so a lot yeah, of the I've, show... I've heard that yeah, already, yeah. ...is about her coming out. And even, like, they deal with gender stuff. So there's a whole episode in the second season where they talk, where she brings all these friends home and they use different pronouns. And, like, you see, like, Rita Moreno, like, struggling with, um, but also accepting, like, these different pronouns, you know? So I just feel like
2: they, uh, yeah. they walk
1: the line pretty well. And, you know, nothing's perfect. I'm sure there's, like, critiques people could come up with, but... Um, my experience with the show has been really amazing. So, if you haven't watched it, I recommend you do. It's like really bingeable. Um, they're trying, I think, right now to stir up traffic for it to get renewed for yes, a third season. Yes, I heard that.
2: So, yeah, I hope that they get so I renewed.
1: Hope people will watch it. Um, but I think it's really good. Oh, and the last thing I'll say is that they do—they do also address race in a very authentic, a oh way that's very authentic to the Cuban context, which is that it's complicated. Like one of the do- yeah. The daughter is like very fair skinned and um and is kind of grappling with like, am I white? Am I Latina? Like I'm not seen, and my and she didn't speak Spanish. And I was like, oh my God. Again, like I feel really seen in a way that I haven't felt in media. But they deal with it well, you know, and then the grandmother or they they deal with it authentically. Like the grandmother who, you know, really my own is like lighter skin, but like I don't think that she would pass as white really in the United States, um, is talking about how they're white, they're white, they're white, you know, so then there's just like this really mixed experience that really does depict, I think, the reality of Cubans in the U.S. So and one of the main writers of the show is Cuban-American. So I think
2: that's why it's so authentic. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was like a long. Very cool. I can't wait to check, that out. Yeah, maybe, check it out. Yeah. Um, check When I'm painting my nails tonight, they're a mess. So yes. maybe I'll like, paint <laughs> my nails and watch it tonight.
1: Do it. And then let me know what you think. But yeah. And listeners, if you've if you've watched it, you have thoughts like let us know. I'm curious. I haven't talked to other Cubans about it. So I don't know what other people feel, but I think it's a pretty damn good attempt at representing our particular, like, weird-ass specificity, you know.
2: All right, so let's go into our next song. Our next song is um, by uh, Kalima featuring Lido Pimienta, and this song is called Copal. i I really have been enjoying this artist lately. So Kalima is um, Argentina, and she's just um, like an electronic art, you know, music artist. And she's I've been really enjoying her stuff lately. Um, shout out uh, to Phoebe Smullen who like I think works with her and like put her wow. sort of on my radar and you know this is also with Lido Pimienta who we've brought to the show before if you don't know she's afro-indigenous colombian and is um really uh is you know um is really good just an amazing amazing artist is she's based out of canada and she just won the polaris prize which is the biggest music prize so she's like really on a new um level of prominence right now and she's incredible um so I've I really enjoyed that her vocals in this and this is just like so you know like dreamy and wonderful I really really appreciated this song yeah it's got a good vibe to it yeah it's all vibes I feel like it's just like what I'm into right that's you're into vibes you're into vibes yeah I'm into vibes and just like this is you know similarly like with my like I feel like the um The culture thing that I was going to bring today that I'm really excited about is I saw Black Panther, of course, and um, I feel like the vibes in Black Panther are so great. Mm. I feel like what I love the most about it was like, I'm such a visual person Mm -hmm. and it was visually stunning. It was visually stunning. Everything about... Um, like the the aesthetics of it was incredible and there's so much it's so rich that I'm sure that like I don't even understand how deep it is right Right. because all the references um, yeah yeah all of the references and they were like very specific about like you know, like different, um, different African aesthetics and styles, right? Like people like to talk about Africa as a country, like as a monolith, but it's like a wildly diverse, like incredibly rich, um, set of like many, many, many different cultures. And they were like represented in different ways in, in, in the clothing and the aesthetics there. And I just really, I really, really loved it. Hmm. Um, were there a lot of terms, folks dressed up at the show? Just you- visually. Oh, um, well, folks were, like, they weren't, like, cosplay dressed okay. up, but they were, like, you know, stunting their best, like, you know, African gear dressed Cause it, up, okay. you know?
1: Because I saw a lot of, like, or, amazing like, photos on social media of people going to see the show, like, black folks going to see the show, and, like, kind of dressing up. I mean, I guess... Yeah, what do you what do you consider dressing up? But it seemed like people yeah, were wearing, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, specifically was choosing was, like, outfits in a Black for the Panther show. Costume, but right. like,
2: yes, people were like people were like dressed. You know, I also went to like a five thirty show, yeah, five thirty p.m. show. So I okay. think that like maybe like people like that were at the ten p.m. show who had time to like get off of work and like dress up and stuff like were like you know doing. Um, the whole thing, but it was, it was so cool. It was so great to see it in Brooklyn and it was like, I mean, I don't want to give spoilers because I think it's so cool to like, um, such a, uh, such a cool story and, yeah. um, I have so many thoughts about it, but, um, but so do a lot of people, um, online who, um, who you can look up when you are ready. Right. There's so many
1: (laughs) amazing think pieces. Yeah. There's so much to. Yeah.
2: But, uh, but I'm just going to say, I really love that. And I really loved that, like showing, um, you know, like thinking about, uh, Africa as a space of like innovation, And that's, it's so different from the way that it's usually portrayed. Yeah. 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 So cool.
1: Yeah. I think it's really important. It feels important that that film is coming out in this moment and that there's a, um, that there's been so much support for it just politically. That feels really important.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And I've been seeing I haven't seen so one thing that happens sometimes when there's like a giant, like a really big moment for like in black culture, um, sometimes people are like, but where's the Latino Black Panther? Oh. And I think that I've like erased people from or like, you know, like I don't interact with those people. I seen like that I've that like at erased all. those people from my social media, so I haven't seen it at all. No, but I have I seen, seen people complain about that, about like, oh how why are people saying this? And I haven't seen that at all, but, like, I don't know if it's because I'm in a bubble of people who know better to do that, if you get blocked if you do that sort of shit, but, like, just as a PSA. I haven't even
1: seen it, yeah,
2: but, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just, like, as a PSA, like, don't even try that. Don't well, even like, try that because like, that's yeah. like there's it's so many levels of bad. Like, right. A, like you're saying that, like, there's no black Latinos, B, right. you're that saying African, that, yeah, like, Afri- it's, it's like a dearth mentality, yeah. yeah, right? It's like it doesn't have to, it's not like a zero sum game no. here, like, it's not an either know, or, like, it's not an either, yeah. Or. So, oh, well, you know, just PSA, that's disappointing, that's disappointing, yeah. I do, yeah. I mean. I, I, it oh, didn't show up anywhere on my stuff, but right, I've right. seen people complain about it. That I'm right. just like, oh god, people are saying that. How embarrassing for them! Right, that is embarrassing. Oh lord,
1: um, divide and conquer. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Maybe those are <laughs> I Russian. Know, right? Maybe they're Russian bots
2: that are saying it. Oh, I hope it's Russian bots oh, that's and a, not like I actually our people. Situation but... is creepy. <laughs> I don't um, know.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Black Panther because I have like a very narrow of to- window of tolerance for like stressful things. So, my mm-hmm. my plan is to see it but probably like read all the spoilers ahead of time because that helps me yeah, to yeah, see yeah. things without There you go. I get really like um, like my adrenaline gets involved. I don't know.
2: It's a really, it's a, it's a thing. So, I like, feel I feel you. I feel you totally. I saw um, there is a lot of like fighting and right. fight scenes, and like, yeah. it's a superhero movie. And to right. be completely honest, like, I don't like superhero movies. Right. I don't like the like the sense of like good and evil, quote unquote, that yeah. like superhero tropes tend to bring out. And I also think fight scenes are boring. So, like, yeah. I just, there are a lot of fights and I'm just like, I'm not like triggered by it or I'm not like made anxious by it, but I do feel bored during fight scenes. So I'm just like, can we just get onto something more interesting to like, you know, plot, context, something else.
1: But Um, yeah, but things like this that are so culturally important, it's like worth it. And so like I saw Get Out, but I saw it with people... I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it at someone's house and I saw it with people who would all already seen it before. And so literally they sat down before him. I was like, tell me all of the spoilers. And that was yeah, the way yeah, that yeah. I was able to like manage my anxiety around it. So I'll probably do something similar with Black yeah. Panther. Good, um, good, good. But yeah, yeah, I do plan on seeing it. Oh, there was one thing I know I talked a lot about one day at a time but there's one other thing I want to like shout out about the show because I think it's really different so there's a white dude in the show who's their neighbor who's Canadian and he's like the foil for so much comedy because he's like the white guy and it's just so nice <laughs> to see that like turn on its head right because there's so much media yes. where like the Latino guy like who's like the foil for all this comedy because oh my he's God. Latino. Black
2: Panther also had a token white guy it okay. was so great. It's such
1: a great way to turn that on its head and make it look it looks so <laughs> it absurd so when it's flipped right so just like a shout out to that decision and um how helpful that is for just like inversing some of these paradigms that we see in culture yeah
2: totally all right why don't we go to our last song our last song is um my pick
1: and it's by vincente garcia and it's called Carmesi.
0: que ha venido para llenarme de color el alma Hoy navego en tus lunares, y en tu labio carmesí Como se cuece el calor de tu piel en mi piel Se vuelve el cuento fantasía mi soy como vino tu voz y me dijo que el amor eres tú, sigo y vuelo, como vino tu olor a llenarme de inmensa gratitud, me llevas a tu nido de amor, como vino tu piel para dibujar cariño y querer, llegaste justo a tiempo.
1: So shout out to Babelito for Latinos Who Lunch for this recommendation. He actually posted it in his Instagram story like this morning, the day that we're recording this. And I was like, huh, I wonder what this is and listened to it. It was me like, oh, I love this sound. Like, love, love, love the sound. So I think this is another one where I'm picking it because of the vibe, kind of like going off what you were just saying.
2: Yeah, uh, this is a really sweet song. I know, it's
1: super sweet and just like kind of makes me smile. It feels very breezy. And like life is easy, like dancey. Um, yeah. So, thanks for Tababelito. I'm not sure what was going on for you that you wanted to post it, but I appreciate you. Um, I didn't know this artist before, but then Veto reminded me that he did perform at the Latin Grammys. So we saw him perform because we watched the Latin Grammys mm-hmm. together remotely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so he's a Dominican. He's a Dominican artist. Um, and this song, the the video, I recommend checking it out. If you go to our show notes, he uh, has some really beautiful beach scenes from the DR, and like he's yeah, like definitely. paddling through like, a like, lake at some not a lake, like a canal, river, some sort of thing. Anyway, there's lots of pretty scenes, so it feels kind of summery. It's from 2016, and that's his most it's his most reached al- album called Alamad. And then I learned, just like looking into him a little bit, that he was part of an alt rock band um, called Calor Urbano, but that he left in 2010. Have you ever heard of them, Beto?
2: No, I haven't.
1: That's like one place that we we really also lack in in our tastes is around um, like. Rock en Español. I just don't. Yeah, neither I know. Of we really us, need
2: to bring our querido Babel X <laughs> in For a Rock en Español.
1: Babelito. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we've been talking to him about it. So hopefully the next time we're in the same place, we can do an episode with him because, yeah, he yeah. has a lot of. I'm sure he probably knows He's going to bring Rubano. like
2: some Cafeta Cuba and some oh, other. Yeah,
1: grates. he's seen. He told us he's seen Cafeta like 25 times or something. So many times. Yeah. Yes. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. Yeah. So. So yeah, this was just a little jam that I saw this morning and I was like, "Oh, I love this. I'm going to bring it." So here you go. That's oh, how our. I'm going to
2: So, so much for listening,
1: y'all. Yes, thank you. Oh, um, if you haven't checked out, we're going to put a link in the show notes. Veto was on Song Mess a couple weeks ago. Yes, with it our It was an impromptu recording session. It sounded really fun. Yes, and it also was So fun. You've been hiding your country music love from us. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this about you. How do I not know
2: this about you? We spent hours talking about music. No, I didn't know that you loved country so much. So... Anyway, I do. Re- I really like the classic ladies of country, and you can hear all about it on the episode on the Song of Mess Song Mess episode, that okay. I guessed it on with yes. Fabi Fab of Latinos Who Lunch.
1: Sounded like the three of you were having a really good time. Maybe I had some FOMO. I did appreciate the <laughs> shout out, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. We can't always we can't always be there at all the things. Um, so yeah, make sure to check that out if you haven't, and to follow Song Mess. And yeah, you can follow us on social media. We're at Radio Manea on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And leave us a little amor in our reviews if you're up for it. We would love to hear from you. Tell us what you like about the show. Leave us a little five star situation. We really, really appreciate it. Thank
2: you so much,
1: y'all. Yeah, ciao. Bye. <laughs>